so uh, Harvey Z has some things on his mind. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, you are know, these, like, big things? Maybe. I mean, you know, Har- Harvey Z's been uh, living that corporate life for a while now, and he's been doing his corporate job and corporate corporate stuff, and, like, uh-huh. he's having some existential crises, I guess, on, like... Uh-oh. What am I doing with my life? You know, I'm I'm Harvey Z. Am I am I cut out for a corporate lifestyle all my life kind of thing? And like, you know, these things come up, I think, with everybody. Everybody uh-huh. has that moment of like, what am I doing with my life? Are you but about I, to buy a, a Lamborghini or something? Like, are you having a midlife crisis? I'm actually thinking about like walking away from it all, man. Oh, wow. Like I mean, in the way of where... So what it brings up is our good friend, uh, Generic Johnson. Oh, no, no, no. Generic Johnson has many, many uh, ideas on life. One of the things is the infamous, his favorite movie is Office Space. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, I, as soon as you said brought him up, I knew exactly where this was going. And it's one of those, like, I mean, I don't know if we've told the story. I don't think we have on, like, the podcast officially. But back when we were all in college, like, Generic Johnson loved Office Space. I was like, oh, I watched it with him. It was a good movie. It was cool and all. But Generic Johnson used to have to take, like, a intro, like, chemistry class. We all had to take it. Um, if you're going down a pre-med route, he wasn't sure or not, you had to take this generic chemistry class. And, like, one day, he just didn't fucking feel like reading the, like, lab, like, the the setup stuff. And we were playing, of all things video game related, Smash Brothers. And mm-hmm. I remember that. We were all playing Smash, and he's like, I think I'm just going to drop my lab. And I was like, you can't do that, generic. It's too late in the course. You'd have to withdraw, and you'd have to take a W. Why would you do that? He was like, yeah, I just, I didn't read the lab. I don't want to. I want to play some Smash. I'm just going to drop the lab. And I was like, there's no way you're dropping. And generic, if you tell him there's no way he can do something, (laughs) he's going to do it. So he loses in Smash or whatever. He steps out for the next round. He goes out and then he comes back in like five minutes. And he's like, I did it. I dropped my computer like or my chemistry labs. And you suckers have to go to chemistry. I don't. And I just remember, because again, this is our year one of meeting generic. I'm like... There's no fucking way you did this shit. Like, that's <laughs> you. Who does this? And he's like, I'm going to watch Office Space to celebrate my freedom. And then for the rest of that semester, every time we had to get ready for like chemistry lab, Slim as well was in this. Like, we'd get ready for chemistry lab and he, be, he would watch Office fucking Space every single time for the <laughs> two hour block that we had chemistry lab just to like rub our faces in it of like he's not a corporate stooge (laughs) fast forward to the fact that at the in fourth year then he actually was like maybe i'm gonna go pre-med and then they said well you have all the requirements oh but you never completed your basic (laughs) intro chemistry lab you did the course you aced the course you've got to go back and with all the freshmen take it and so senior year, he was back in that chemistry lab, redoing every single lab that he fucking hated because he wanted to knock out the course requirement for it. So wow. karma got him in the end. But the fact that he would just kind of always watch Office Space while I was there, like slaving away in the uh, corporate lifestyle of the chemistry lab, 
I'm now like, maybe Generic had it right all along. But he still had to go back and do it. Three years like, later, four years later, I mean, in that moment, he yeah, lived like a moment, king. In the moment, it was fine, but he still has to do it. Harvey Z is a Harvey Z is a man of pride, a man of principle, and like, I guess it all came about because my boss called me a glorified burger flipper. Oh God! Which is a very weird thing to be called at yeah. work. Yeah. Um, and that well. They didn't call Harvey Z per se. They called Harvey Z's team a group of burger flippers. Uh, and huh. I can't help but feel offended because it's it's not like a client or so. And although they refer to, my clients, I guess, are burgers, which is also weird. But like, <laughs> so they've insulted my clients. They've insulted my team. And the person doing all the insulting, though, is like my corporate boss. And so... Mm-hmm. I don't feel very welcome anymore. And as much as I am a layperson, I'm Harvey fucking Z. <laughs> like, you don't fuck with the Z. Like, I'm a fucking entitled millennial. I've watched Office Space a shit ton of times. I've been watching way too many, like, Twitter feeds on, like, Gene and Jorts. Jorts and his pro-union stances. And I'm like, unionize, motherfucker. Burn it all down. So, yeah, um... I don't know. What advice do you have for me, Atma? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I'm way too much of a practical person to just up and quit something. Like, I have to have the next thing planned out because a lot of, like, a lot rides on, like, insurance and stuff, which is, like, a really boring adult thing to talk about. <laughs> it's important, though. I mean, yeah. responsibilities, like, we're... Yeah, like, I have a, a lot of doctor's appointments. I have a lot of stuff that is paid for by insurance. I also have a lot of stuff that isn't paid for by insurance but because the entire thing is a scam. But <laughs> that's another story. And, like, would I be happier if I wasn't doing my 9 to 5 everyday job? Yes, probably. It is not what I want to be doing with my life. It is not... It was never my end goal. It was... I got it because I needed a job and now I've just sort of been doing it for the past like seven or eight years, however long it's been. But also like for you, I think your corporate job, you have enough marketable skills from what you've learned from your from both what you went through in college and also your many years of corporate employment that you can probably find another job. Yes, that's why I'm like. Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, let's be practical here. I'm not going to just say, like, fuck it all and, like, walk off into, like, the woods or something and be, like, right. although that is a fantasy. I don't know. Do you have those fantasies? Of, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Like, I'm not the only one where I'm, like, I don't necessarily want a tiny house in the middle of the woods. But, I like, want a tiny house in the middle of the woods. Yeah, uh, maybe. Just, just for I've, me. I've always, I've always sort of fantasized of doing, like, the whole, like, quit my job use my savings and just take like a road trip, like take like a couple months, just don't pay rent, go stay in hotels, maybe rent a a camper or something and like live life and see things for a few months. This sounds like the RV fantasy. So not just like a tiny house, but like being mobile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but also I I would be scared to death of driving an RV. So that was probably also not good, but you know, like for me practically like i'm i'm afraid that if i leave my job 
I don't have enough marketable skills that I would be able to get another job easily. And with between the pandemic and mm-hmm. other things, you know, it's a lot like the, the job market is really squeezed. Um, it's true. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of people quit things all the time. And if it's for your own happiness, like if you're actually miserable at your job, I would, you know, say go for it. Like me specifically, like I haven't quit my job because I'm not miserable. It doesn't make me happy, but it also doesn't like there was a point in time uh, early in the pandemic where like I got moved off of my actual job to cover for other people because we were understaffed and I was doing another thing that I didn't want to do. And it was stressing me out to the point that I was ready to quit. But I went to my boss and I was like, look. I can't do this anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. this is making me upset. I don't want to be doing this. This is not what I signed up for. Can I go back to my actual job? And he took that into account. And and within like a month, I was back doing what I do normally. And that prevented, because he listened to me, that prevented me from leaving. Um, See, that's that's what I was hoping for in that sort of a sense. Like my people come to me, I do that for them. I help them out. And then I notice my people are having issues. I go to the person above me and yeah, we're burger flippers. And I was like, all right, well, well that, that doesn't this. seem very, yeah, that doesn't seem very supportive of like, wow. And they put it in an email too. It's in writing. I, I, I mean, that's a good way to just be like, you know what? I'm out. I think a it's it's the typical upper management sort of thing, you know? Like, they think they're the inexpendable ones. Yeah, we're expendable resources to that, but like, that sort it's, of a way. It's the workers at the bottom that are actually doing everything. They probably haven't done anything in a long time. <sighs> Man, real-world stuff. Like, all this has made me really want to do as well is, like, I kind of, at times when I'm in, like, meetings and stuff, I'm just, like, I either would rather be working with my clients and working with the people and working with my team but if I can't do that and I'm stuck in a meeting, I kind of wish I was just at home playing video games. That's that escapist fantasy of like, I keep getting urges to play video games now at work. And that's not, I've I mean, never had those urges before. Well, you know what? Maybe you should start doing that. <laughs> do a little office space yourself. Just get some gaming in when you when you need to. Oh, man. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Depression. I mean, welcome to Make Me a Gamer, the procedurally generated podcast that's a roguelike for your ears. I'm your host, Atma, and I'm here with Harvey Z in the place to be. After that uplifting intro, we got a wonderful, fun episode for you. This will cheer me up. Yeah. Give me that shot of dopamine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right, so first things first, we need to do a little bit of housekeeping. So I went back and I listened to our uh, inaugural fantasy draft episode. And at the end of the episode, we established the stakes. Oh, no. F- for for the, the first year of the, the Fantasy Critic League. And we didn't get, I didn't get my reward. So... Here's what was established at the end. The winner got a trophy that was bought by the loser. The The winner got to name the trophy, but 
but I think we established it w- wasn't fully ironed out, but we established that the loser gets to pick what the trophy is and buys it for the winner. So you need you owe me a trophy. I okay. think the the stipulations talked about in the episode and probably after, um, but on record recording was no penises. I was just about to ask, okay, I'm going to close this tab. Fair <laughs> enough. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say nothing. You can't get me like a sex toy and claim it's a trophy or whatever. We need we need some sort of actual like trophy-esque thing. Now, now let's can, clarify that. It can't be a sex toy. Can it be like a bronze sex toy that is a trophy with a little plaque and everything on it? Yes. I will allow that okay, in the just... sense... But also, I want you to keep this in mind, that this is the only trophy, and if you oh. win it, it will go to you. So you will display it as well. Good call. Good call. Thank right. you for... Like, um... I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say that outright, because you can try and punish me, but like this isn't, go- this isn't a thing that's going to be like, every year we buy a new trophy. This is the winner's trophy, and the person gets to keep it for the year after they win okay uh-huh uh-huh all right and so i get to name the trophy and i thought long and hard about this i i, I didn't know what to go with but i decided to honor the the fallen hero of our podcast and call this the sobble memorial cup oh for for our dear friend sobble who was used by the government and turned into a weapon against the people and just got a really bad reputation and and just left with a whimper. Sobble, this one's for you. So the the Fantasy Critic League trophy Make Me a Gamer official title is the Sobble Memorial Cup. Okay. Okay. All right. I will look for a trophy that will do honor then for potentially a... Hmm. Actually, no, I'm not going to buy you a Sobble figure. These things are fucking expensive and fucking yeah. nice. No, no. I like I don't know. Ooh. Like we're not going to spend too much on this. Like this is not like a yeah. a big deal. It's just between the two of us, but I do expect a trophy significantly like early enough in the year. Like if it gets to like October, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Pikachu. <laughs> I just, sorry, I had to show you. Yeah, whole, of course you did. Yeah, you had to. Uh-huh. I mean, yes, yes, back to the trophy. Sorry, we're <laughs> not going to, I'm not going to get you a Pikachu with thick butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. I'll find and, something. Okay, all right. And and like, again, like, it doesn't have to be right away, but like, also you can't, don't give it to me in October no, or no, something no. like that. Like, that's a little too far. I've already, all right, all right, we're good. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> now that we've established the uh, the start of the or the the trophiness and and did that housekeeping, there was you bought a lot of games on your fantasy critic league. Like you I, went to town on the. Bidding. I didn't mean to, but yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I uh, I so and the funny thing was is that there was only one that we competed on, like. You you spent a lot of money, like calculated right now. You only have forty two dollars left for the rest of the year for eleven months worth of bidding. But I uh, only have like 
what four games needed or something yeah I mean, you're you're down well, to three spots left but anything that doesn't make it in tw- into 2022 also if there's something big that gets announced that we both bid on i can bid 43 dollars and still have more money left than you like i can out make you're sure you're not going to bid 40 dollars on anything though well it depends what if something like final fantasy 16 gets announced or you know the next uh fire emblem or wait that could happen yeah well so there are some things like sometimes they will announce something and it'll be released before the end of the year like that's what happened with metroid dread so points good points okay Hmm. yeah so i can outbid you on stuff if i want to um although let the record show the one time it came to it i outbid you yeah, but like I also that one I'm not sure is going to release this year. So oh. let's let, let's go over let's just real quick what the couple things that you bought the that we both bought. So you picked up Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Yeah, Arceus um, Arceus. We Ar- we talked about that on the 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 actual fantasy draft episode. I I'm I'm like I'm not sure. Like this this could do really well. It could also do like eh. It fits into my criteria where, is there something unique about the game? It seems like there's a unique concept. It's a Pokemon Breath of the Wilder, so why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's also the first time they've, like, done this sort of thing. So it, it really is oh. highly dependent, like, on, you know, like, first-generation jitters and, like, how like, how it plays out. Like, they need, may need to refine some stuff in future and, like... Like, it's one where I'll say it's it's got stakes for me in the sense of, like, it's on my list of could it be one of the 12? Yeah, yeah. Where I kind of want to buy this one because I haven't played Pokemon since, like, Red. And I've always been looking for an in. And I'm like, is this my in back into the Pokemon world? Is this how I get hooked? And it seems to be a fresh start, a prequel and everything. So, you know, I'm actually looking to see, like, would I buy this game? My yeah. February game, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. Um, oh, actually, just re- real quick, random thing that um, I I sort of found hilarious. So we've talked about Fort Triumph, right? Yes. So I discovered that back in September of last year, I did my oops all humble bundles and accidentally bought a uh, twelve games with my humble bundle subscription because I forgot to uh renew it or pause it and guess what one of those games are in that 12 package did you luck out i did i i I lucked out i have fort triumph waiting for me for free not free but it was already it was purchased in september by accident (laughs) nice (laughs) so uh yeah so i can actually at some point take a look at that sooner than later anyway sorry that that you that just reminded me about it um okay so the next one you picked up i'm actually mad about because i forgot about it and i should have bid on it but you you picked up total war warhammer 3 i Um, mean it was it was in the top 10 i was like i think i even spent like only a couple bucks on it too yeah i i i meant to pick it up because it's got a good like hype behind it yeah like total war does pretty good like I don't total, even know what kind of a game it is. Like Warhammer, like, I know what it is. But. It's like a massive sort of real-time strategy game. Oh, okay. Where, where, but like 
so instead of like starcraft or warcraft Mm -hmm. or one of those where you're commanding like 20 units at a time or whatever like each section is like like a small army of like 500 units or something i i I don't know the exact how it exactly plays out but you basically it's like you're doing large scale battles instead of three ghosts are firing at four zerg or something you know it's like this giant army that you watch collide and everything um and obviously the the warhammer versions are oh okay so is the franchise total war or the the franchise is total war and they probably do different things besides warhammer yeah so so total war warhammer 2 got an 86 on open critic Ooh. um and then then the other one the most i think this is the most recent that's not um was total war three kingdoms which is obviously based on the three kingdoms in in china ah yeah um and that one got an 85 so like the that is a decent series uh and i did mean to pick that up and i forgot about it and when i saw you had picked it up i was mad um but that's the only one other than the other one we both bid on that i was actually thinking about getting okay the next okay. one the next one you got was splatoon 3 which is a decent eh, i don't know it's it's a sequel which makes me worried but splatoon is weird like splatoon 2 got an 83 so like it's not i i don't think it'll do bad but also it'll be interesting to see how much nintendo iterates on it and like it's definitely supposed to come out in 2022 it could be delayed i don't it doesn't have an official release date so I don't know. I wasn't gonna. I probably wouldn't have picked it up until it got a firm release date. But you got it. So um, next one is Tunic. I was is excited that... about this one. This was probably the one I bid my second highest or my highest on. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice little indie game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how it'll do. I it, it's got a, enough hype behind it that it might do okay. It's like a Zelda-ish game. Where you play as a tiny little fox with a sword. Uh, I actually played that at PAX East a couple years ago. A demo version of it. So it should be interesting. It's not a bad indie pick. Then the next one you picked up was the one that I also bid on. Uh, which is Sea of Stars. I was just because ha- that was one of your earliest like bids. But because you bid a dollar and I bid like seven bucks. Even though I put it actually much later in my list. It gave it to me. I thought yeah. maybe it would prioritize you or so. But that's interesting. Yeah, no, it just prioritizes money. Um, yeah, like I didn't think you would bid on it, and also, and but like I also wasn't like super confident in it. It's uh, so Sea of Stars is going to be a very good game. It's a Kickstarter, and uh-huh. I kickstarted it. I think it was twenty twenty when it was kickstarted, uh, and the Kickstarter their announcement they were shooting for spring 2022 was when they thought they would release the game uh-huh now their official stance is holiday 2022 oh, it's gonna be close like that is why i didn't have a high priority and a, a huge bit on it because there's a good chance it falls to 2023 because kickstarter games always take a little bit longer than estimated they always think they're going to get it done in the right amount of time and then it sort of moves a little further past the goalposts so it could come out this year it could come out next year it's a toss-up it's going to be good though so if it does hit this year it'll be good for you like i cannot wait for it 
Okay. It was a game where it was on my original top 10 when I had made my draft list, but I just, I went back and forth and I went with more confirmed. And so that would have been like my 11th or 12th pickup normally. Gotcha. Next one you picked up is your, your fan favorite Ghostwire Tokyo. I mean, it might be a running gag at this point. Yeah. You can't seem to let that one go. Um, Then you also picked up Bayonetta 3. I was surprised you didn't take it, but I don't know. Like so Bayonetta 3 was announced in like 2018 or something oh. like it, it's it been a long time like they again it's another one that they say is coming in 2022 but there isn't a whole lot of evidence for it yet again you're you're like came out of the gate and got all these games that are like could pay off but also might not release this year yeah I wanted to do it kind of like because in the top 10 because we had those like anti-picks i made solid ones that it's harder to anti-pick and then i picked my riskier ones became in the draft yeah but you do realize i still get to counter pick those now like just i have one. i get an extra one yeah just one though and yeah. it's high risk high reward either yeah. way um the next one is tiny tina's wonderlands yeah i i mean i don't know anything about it other than it sounded like borderlands D, but i don't even know the borderlands franchise and like cool yeah, like, like that, that's what it is. It's the Borderlands franchise, but one of the characters has made a D&D game, and the D&D game has guns. And so it's like a fantasy-esque with guns. It's it's a weird concept. I don't, I don't know how it's going to do. Borderlands has, like, lost its sort of shine. Borderlands 3 only got an 80%. Borderlands 2 was the high at 86%. Okay. Okay. So, like, like it, as a spinoff, it could the 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 last non-numbered one was the pre-sequel, and that only got a seventy-four. So, like, depending on how it goes, like, it could it it has a wide range, and yeah, that so that one's interesting. It should it it could go either way, and then the last one you picked is was your fun one, your bullshit one. The, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm probably going to drop it, but I, I, it was my bullshit one that I just wanted to because I saw it on the alphabet list. Yeah, so your your last one was Wizard with a Gun. I need to look up even. Like, I never even looked up what is Wizard with a Gun. I mean, it's a it's an indie game. A Final Fantasy Black Mage-esque sorcerer running around with mystical firearms. Online co-op game. It's coming to PC and Switch in 2022. Okay. And then, so on my end... I picked up Hollow Knight Silk Song, again. Is that a sequel? Uh, like Hollow Knight seems familiar. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's a sequel. It was originally supposed to be an expansion, uh, but they turned it into a full fledged sequel. And it's it's like it was announced several years ago as well, and everyone like it is the the team has gone radio silent, and so they're expecting like a shadow drop because. That's kind of what happened with Hollow Knight. They just sort of announced it in a Switch trailer. It's like, it's out now. So this is like a preemptive sort of... I'm, it might come out in 2022. I hope it does, but it could come out at any moment. So having it on the, the list to begin with, like there may not be a lot of like lead-up time to it. And I also picked up Weird West, which is... a I, Mainly I wanted to get a game that was coming out or guaranteed to come out earlier in the year it's like an action rpg that takes place in the west okay um and it has like it, i think is it a game that and, you might actually buy um it's 
Uh, it's up there. It it has a shot depending on how it well it reviews. It's made by the people by some people who worked on Dishonored and Prey. It's like a a studio that was made from like people left the other studio and launched a smaller indie studio basically. So it has a decent pedigree behind it and hopefully it it does well. Then the next one I got is actually also the first Blood. Nobody saves the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually came out yesterday, so it has a currently sitting at a review score of eighty. So I have the first points on the board. Do you think it'll stay at eighty or? Uh, I mean, it's it's been going back and forth. It, like I think its high was at eighty two. So I I think it it won't get much further below eighty. It might drop to like seventy nine, but based on the reviews that are out and everything, I think it's settled in its general range like i won't go more than a point or two higher or lower that's about what i was expecting out of it again i I wanted to get something to get some points on the board because you you your list you've got a lot of like early games like there are eight games coming out nine games coming out within the next two months and they're all yours i've got one game coming out in the next couple months so everything i have is probably later in the year and i've got to sort of settle down and hope <laughs> um, i'm hoping that i can like make you nervous and make you a little bit more desperate maybe i mean it'll, it'll depend on how all yours do too like i'm yeah. not gonna oh wow i just yeah i see your budget compared to mine now yeah like you picked up all those games for 11 bucks yep yeah, and you're you're down to to forty two. So, if wow. there's any any sort of things you need to like rearrange or whatever, you don't uh, you you don't have a lot of wiggle room. And I picked a lot of games that I might need to drop, but we can only drop three. <laughs> yeah, that drop three that aren't in that aren't like postponed. Like if it once it says it's not releasing in twenty twenty two, you can drop them for free. But anything else, you have you only get three. So that's your wizard with a gun is going to be one of them maybe that's why i was like ah crap maybe i keep wizard with a gun (laughs) it's it's estimated so if it says it doesn't release in 2022 i can drop it yes okay um and then the last one i picked up is ai the somnium files nirvana initiative that's a (laughs) sequel it's that's a sort of a visual novel-esque game okay i was thinking about counterpicking it because it just seems so weird and then i was like i'm gonna stay away from it i don't know what it is (laughs) Yeah, uh, the first one got an 81, and it, it's by the, the same guy that did a couple other games that I liked. And yeah, it's basically sort of like a visual novel puzzle-y game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so that's the update. Again, that's it for now. We'll, we'll come back in a little while and see how Harvey's giant batch of scores does uh, versus mine. I'll get I'll basically get Horizon and you're going to get everything else for the next couple months. And uh we'll yeah, I've got two news stories that we got to, wanted to talk about. I figure I'll start with the the less fun one <laughs> and the more general. I'm wondering if it's the one that I I mean, I heard some stuff on the news, so yeah. yeah. So so the big thing that shocked everyone yesterday is that Microsoft announced that they're buying Activision Blizzard for nearly seventy billion dollars. That and this is where I have to turn to you to be like, 
what does this mean? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, it's... I think general consensus is that it's a bad thing overall. There are some good... It's, It's like, let's say Disney bought Miramax while Harvey Weinstein was still running it. And he hadn't been charged with anything yet. And in a year, they could quietly, like, fold the company into Disney and just let him go with a giant golden parachute and not have to worry about all the bad press. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like, it's not like a, we're kicking him out and we're kicking him to the curb. It's Yeah. It, it's quietly a, getting his stuff. For It's a giant amount of money, first of all. Like, mm-hmm. it is crazy, like... Bethesda was bought out for eight billion, just as a sort of marker, um, and that was considered a big purchase at the time. This is like that times ten almost. And basically, Microsoft went to Activision because of all the scandals and sexual harassment stuff and things that have been going on, and basically saw them at a vulnerable point and decided to buy them up. And so, fuck Bobby Kotick, of course. Yeah. He is apparently going to stay on, and at, he's staying on as CEO until the merger is complete. Uh, the estimates, based on internal emails and general consensus, is uh, June 2023 is when Microsoft's fiscal year ends. And so, they think the merger will be complete by then. So that's about around when you you can expect this to happen. They can't really talk about what they're going to do because it'd be considered insider trading. Uh-huh. Um, so so like they can't outright say, yeah, we're kicking Bobby Kotick out as soon as it becomes part of you know Activision becomes part of Microsoft. But they think that's generally probably what's going to happen. Uh, but he'll probably again still get a nice severance package and you know get shuffled around and probably end up somewhere else because he's a greedy CEO and and some board of directors will want him to make money for them at some point. What's your feelings on it? <laughs> like it's real complicated because like Microsoft buying a giant third party publisher like this really like sort of stifles the market a little bit you know it's all about like you know competition breeds innovation and on the one hand them buying a giant swath of the market like this like the activision was like call of duty is basically one of the best selling games of all time it's yearly releases always do well everyone always buys call of duty it's always in like the top five of the the best sellers of the year but here's the thing, mm-hmm. because of how Bobby Kotick runs things, he saps the fun out of games and makes it into a business. And literally every Activision studio is in some degree working on Call of Duty. They don't make any other games. Uh, they've released a couple like cash-ins of nostalgia. They released a new Crash Bandicoot game one or two years ago. Uh, they've released like Spyro remastered and Crash remastered and that sort of thing, but like their main source of income and the main game they they make is Call of Duty, and they just release Call of Duty every year and make a ton of money. So like 
while they are sort of squishing the market a little bit by making another big studio fold under the the Microsoft umbrella, Activision isn't really doing anything with any of the IPs they own. And so might be having Microsoft at the head might allow for all these poor studios that have been doing nothing but churning out Call of Duty games to actually be a little more creative, get to play with other IPs or make new IPs, God forbid. But at the same time, it's just sort of like consolidation of the industry is bad for everyone. And like this is a close, closer and closer to sort of like a monopoly. And okay, because so, that's sucks. what I was like, there's got to yeah. be a gray. And so, okay, there's positives and negatives there. Yeah. And like, like, I think the thing for me is I'm just mad about they came in and swooped them up because of all the like the litigation and stuff that's going on with like how bad their work culture is. And there's a good chance now that they can just sort of like reshuffle and no one, nothing changes. Like nobody gets any justice for anything. Like I don't know how, how it's going to fuck up the litigation and like the settlements and harassment lawsuits and things that are going on right now. You know, California has, is, is currently suing Activision, huge legal thing going on. Like workers have been on strike so it, it's a it's a huge thing and it's makes it a messy situation. I, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to to see how it shakes out. It's one of those things that like all we can do right now is speculate, and the speculation can take you in so many ways that it doesn't really make any sense to speculate. Uh huh. You know, like this could go many different ways. It it does feel a little bit like. Disney buying Fox. Um, ah, that's it, that's it, helpful to understand. Yeah, like it, it's it's that sort of level of like, oh yay, I get to see all my Marvel characters interact with each other again. But oh god, Disney owns everything now. That's bad, right? You know, it's it's that sort of feeling. Like there there's short term, creative things and like minor good things for consumers purely from an entertainment standpoint but eventually everything's going to be owned by facebook amazon and netflix anyway so whatever (laughs) any other comments fuck body (laughs) codec yeah yeah fuck bobby codec that's about it like as soon as i saw it like seeing his name everywhere i was like oh fuck (laughs) this guy yeah, I'm going to be, hopefully it, it it should lead to him not being in charge of anything anymore in the video game industry, which is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I can finally get rid of him and, and depending on how things go, I might let myself buy Activision games again. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So that was the big story that broke this week. Uh, and I feel like even though we, we try to stay away from like topical news a lot, that one's important enough to discuss. Just it's big because. enough that we have to culturally mention it. And yeah, I mean, yeah. we seem to hate the guy that it's about. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I can't get away with with something about Bobby Kotick say. without saying fuck Bobby Kotick, right? Yeah. That was, that was a runner-up on the trophy name, by the way. I thought about it, but I decided I didn't want that associated with a, with a positive award, you know? So, the other news story that I wanted to talk about 
Final Fantasy VII porn interrupts government meeting. Nice. Good. <laughs> good. This is the... This is why I tune in to make me a gamer, <laughs> to give me my pop culture information. Yeah, so so basically, um, the Italian Senate was having a meeting in a Zoom call, and at some point during the Zoom call, uh, porn of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII got uploaded and was shown in one of the the camera videos and like just played in the middle of the senate meeting and, uh, like did so this means like one of the government officials or some random person or like who who would have so from what i understand it, from yeah from what i've understand and what i i've read about it is that like oh there I'm... there's some guy that keeps breaking into like Italian Senate, like remote Zoom meetings and trying to do stuff. Like this was apparently a hacker or something. Like that was at least what the initial things were. It wasn't like some guy was doing a presentation and just had porn playing on his screen. Uh, it seems like it was an intentional, like quote unquote malicious actor. Yeah, I'm I'm reading about it. I I see a screenshot. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like it, they were. It's it actually like, is a hacker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like some they were trying to introduce a, like a Nobel Prize winning physicist or something, and instead <laughs> it went to Tifa getting railed. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I assume you've already looked up the story, so I don't need to send you. A link I'm I'm it. looking at it right now. Um, damn it, Twitter don't like censor it. Uh, let me see. <laughs> you you want to see the whole thing, huh? Uh, apparently, it's been taken down. But I mean, you know, what what do you mean? Like the you there was a little video clip. You can't watch the video clip. Yeah, you can't watch the video clip that includes. Uh, the Senate for sure. Yeah, I, because I can see the little senators off to the side, and like there's a giant sensor bar, and I push play, and it's not gonna play. Yeah, it's been edited out of the official video uh, on demand kind of. Thing. But uh, if you if you want to see the the unedited, uh, without the senators in there, just in case for you know science purposes. Ah, uh, uh, of course, of course, I. This is the podcast uh, quality content. <laughs> uh, if you're under 18, you know, we do not condone looking at porn for people who are minors. So porn is illegal for people under 18 still? Yes. Has it always been that way? Yes. I mean, I know. Well, it's best. I, I mean, come on. We were all under 18 at some point and looking at like porn, but fine. Yes, it, but it is under the eyes of the law. It is still illegal for for people under eighteen to look at porn. Yeah, I guess. I I mean, it's the law. I know there's a lot of technicalities, but in terms yeah. of it just feels weird. Law. Yeah, I and I have to be careful with what I'm trying to say here and imply because I'm not saying like minors in porn. I'm saying like as like oh God, young no, harvey yeah, yeah yeah I, I, fair enough on that yeah i'm talking about young harvey z was breaking the law apparently quite a bit <laughs> yeah i mean i think i was like i was in boy scouts and i was like 12 or 13 the first time 
someone in my scout troop brought like playboys and penthouses on a camping trip wait they brought it to a boy scout event oh yeah yeah that seems like this is a disgusting shameful thing that one does alone like in the middle of the woods or on the internet oh no no there was like six of us in a tent and we like passed the magazines around so everyone could take a look at them i've never done that huh all right i mean it wasn't like a there, there was no like self-pleasuring going on but it was a like hey community look at the this woman's boobs like sort of like hey that we appreciate that and yes i like women see this seems so weird like i mean i get it as an that's like you were like a teenager or younger almost like a preteen it sounds like yeah yeah it it was like 12 13 i think somewhere in there like what a 12 i mean i guess it's just so weird like, it wasn't I mean, until this I is... was like 14 or 15 that I saw internet porn for the first time, though. Huh. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. It It's a weird topic, like, to think yeah, about yeah. even. Like, just to, like, look back at it, I'm just like, young Harvey Z was a stupid Harvey Z. Like, what what are you doing, <laughs> child? You, you sweet, sweet summer child. You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... Let's not go down that. Yeah, road. we've gone down this weird, quiet rabbit hole, and it's like we're not looking at porn right now, people out there. Yeah, also, yeah. I'm noticing. So, like again, my significant other keeps introducing this podcast to people, but she fucking introduces it to high schoolers again. More high schoolers, <laughs> like she likes to introduce me and then say, "Oh, I have a podcast," and she's introducing me to like her friends and family who have young teenage children who immediately, like I literally went to a dinner and at the dinner, their child fucking looked up our podcast and was like, Oh yeah, he has 114 episodes. And I'm like, (laughs) child, what are you doing? Don't blow up my spot here. And then suddenly now like the dad is like, Oh, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, ah, it's make me a gamer. It's, and then she starts reading off titles and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, young one, please. <laughs> don't you have to like leave the, this is why there's a kid's table. Go, please. Good Lord. <laughs> but apparently the kids are into gaming these days. I mean, and they think we're a gaming podcast. Gaming. And like, so I, I do everything that I'm supposed to on my end. The, 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 our episodes are marked as explicit i try not to have like curse words and random shit in the titles um okay okay i appreciate that i mean there there is like something there are some titles like pokemon poop and pee because we had that episode that's like a 12 year old's title though that's not yeah yeah like we we don't we'll claim the ear holes i think was one which you know can't can it's knowing the context of the episode it's weird but like it's not like outright yeah you know anyway do we maybe this is where it's like maybe we need to i know there was a kick a while back where i was like we need to focus on the younger demographics maybe we should like if you're out there and you're like a high school age child please join our discord and like tell us why the fuck are you here oh okay yeah okay that's fair yeah you know like what the fuck were you like why are you panicking well i i don't know i mean i I don't, like, I don't want to advertise. You're just like, hey, 16-year-olds, come join our Discord. 
the Discord is nothing if not the nerdiest conversations. You saw the last week. It's okay, yeah. us looking up DOS games. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We're not like yeah. fine. Yeah, we we do want people like I think our new target demographic now needs to be like underage children. When we say it like that, it sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I'm cutting <laughs> that. That's no, no, no. That is not the, the, the demographic. The teenage we're going demographic. For. There we go. That sounds better. We, we our demographic is gamers from all ages. Is it like yes. an eight year old that plays Minecraft? Do they need to hear about this stuff? That'd be great though if there's like a little eight year old that goes to their mom and dad. It's like fuck Bobby Kotick. <laughs> Yeah, like, where did you learn that? We're installing good values. You know, f- fuck Bobby Kotick. That is true. That is good. I'm I'm sad. We don't get any emails anymore. It's been a long time since I've heard from Over Bob, who is the only person that emailed us anyway. I'm just I'm just going through our our email right now. We've got a bunch of spam. Oh. And then someone yeah, throw out the email for like maybe our younger demographic will write in and ask us questions about the old days of gaming. Dear sir, I have information about the European gold merchant who had negotiated and paid some part payment for 110 kilograms of gold bars with our company. I am only telling you this so that we can make a deal. The original buyer of the gold bars has had a fatal accident with some of the other passengers on his way from our gold mining site. All caps. Oh no. I want we should you to respond come, to this person. I want you to come up and show yourself as the next of kin to the buyer and as well make arrangement to ship the gold bars, all caps. I will furnish you more when I get your positive reply that you are interested. That's the I kind mean, of emails we're getting right now. We should respond to them, but in like lead speak. <laughs> uh, I am not going to respond to that. Yeah, okay, anyway. I, I, are we close to the end of the episode? I feel, I, I've I lost mean, track of time. We're we're li- there's like a few more minutes. I don't know what else. It's, it's supposed to. It's, we can plug it. stuff. I'm sure there's ways to like vamp and vibe and yeah, vamp vibe and vodge. <laughs> the, Any the video five, games, movies, the five, things. The five there. V's of podcasting: vamping, vibing, video games, boring. No, vor. Nope. No, no. Why would you say that? I'm thinking of V's, and this is like, what other V's and, are and, and the first thing you went to was Voring after we... Uh, God I mean, this is, this is why... Vamping, <laughs> I mean, you're only going to get more and more towards that edge. And once you hit the Vor zone, like, what's left? Isn't that the Call of Duty game? Call of Duty Vor zone? I was thinking about it, and I'm like, <laughs> Harvey Z, get rich quick scheme. We need to talk to a video game developer. We got some ideas. Total oh. War. <laughs> Total Vor, Vorhammer. <laughs> we're we're awful. Okay, well, on that note, where could they find you, Harvey Z? You can find me on Twitter at make me a Harvey Z. You can find me on Twitter at Atma underscore Phoenix. You can find our podcast at Make Me a Podcast. You can always email at us at make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in, you know, talking about your gold bars uh, mm. that we might be able to get. And you can join our Discord. It'll be linked in the description below. Uh, you can find my writings at atmasweapon.com. And if you missed it last week, uh, I have a piece up about inscription at uppercutcrit.com. If you want to check that out, my first published piece. And uh, yeah, that's it from us. 
at some point I'll play games and have that to talk about, but I don't know. I've, I've, I've been like in the opposite mood of you. Like I've been trying to play games and nothing is really connecting. Hmm. Yeah. Where are you in your life that, uh, you don't need gaming anymore? <laughs> oh, it's not that I don't need gaming, but like nothing I have is just like scratching that itch, you know, like, I'm excited for Horizon. I'm excited for Elden Ring. And I think, I, but like, I'm just looking at my backlog and nothing is like jumping out at me as like, yeah, that's what I feel like playing. You know, even when I like log into Final Fantasy 14, it just sort of feels like going through the motions and not really like, this is what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Is Final I, Fantasy 14 like done for you? Like in terms of the story, I'm I'm currently at the end of the story. Yes, there are like daily things to do to like level up characters and whatever um, that I can still do. Got it. Huh. Well, I mean, maybe a break isn't the worst thing in the world for yourself. But I mean, you're a big gamer, so it is odd to not hear about you gaming and for me to have that urge to game. Yeah. Unless well, that's what the theme of season. Uh, 2022 is the roles are reversed <laughs> yeah you've got to talk me into gaming now oh, that's the catch all right well that's it from us and uh i'll end my lament on the games harvey z take us out speaking of like children and gaming so my meta young child an eight-year-old gamer he's super excited that i'm into the switch because he's eight and i'm older and uh -huh. as an older person i'm also into video games and star wars and switch but like children are just weird man like this child keeps coming up to me and is like so you played breath of the wild and i'm like yeah i have but i haven't beaten it and he's like i've beaten it and i'm like that's great that's awesome i'm like around here and stuff and he's like i'm gonna tell you what happens at the end and i'm like no please child <laughs> no spoilers and he's like Okay, and then he'll walk off, and then he comes back, and he, like, whispers in my ear, I have a secret. And I'm like, what is it, child? And then he's in Breath of the Wild at the end. And then he starts trying to give me spoilers. The fucking child <laughs> gives me spoilers on Breath of the Wild. And he's like, make sure you save your game here and complete this side quest ahead of time. I'm not going to tell you why. And I'm like, this is not how spoilers work. Stop. <laughs> like... That's great that we have a shared passion and all, and I'm like four times your age or more, but you need to learn the concept of spoilers. <laughs> I mean, he's eight. And he's beaten a game that I have not beaten, so he technically has power over me. True, but also, like, he's eight. Come on. I told him no spoilers. That was my first mistake. I had to explain what spoilers were to him. Once yeah, but, he learned the concept of spoilers, he tried to find loopholes. I have to admire the child's persistence. <laughs> I would do the same. Good on him for that, but sucks for me. Well, maybe you should finish Breath of the Wild then. You know, you ha it's not like you, you didn't complete it because it was hard or whatever. You just didn't finish it. Yeah, I just got distracted by other stuff. Yeah, but I swear, if I get back into gaming because this eight-year-old child... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to, like, follow me around trying to spoil the games I'm playing on the Switch. Uh, constantly looking over my shoulder at the next young gamers out there. The eight-year-old spoiler. How dare.